Hey there, Jacob here from that time we woke up in a podcast and had to explain manga, our heated adventures over analyzing manga we find interesting, otherwise known as the Over Manga Cast. This lovely evening, we read 100 Girlfriends Who Really, 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 Really. Love You, written by Rikito Nakamura and illustrated by Yukiko Nozawa. We read chapters 21 through 38. Now, lay back and enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Over Manga Cast and happy Valentine's Day. I hope you're all having a... Uh, a lovely time as always here at the top of the show we talk about our uh, familiarity with the franchise but since this is a revisit it's just uh have you guys experienced any new stuff about uh, 100 girlfriends since last time uh for me it's really only been bits and pieces that my friend who actually reads this series regularly has sent me hi john Hey, Matt here. Um, I'm just going to say I felt like the last reading of Hundreds Girlfriends violated me on a deep level that kept me satisfied for the entire year. Uh, I was good, so I didn't look into it anymore. <laughs> good phrasing. Yeah, that's a good way of describing it. How about you, Jacob? <laughs> I didn't particularly care for it. I didn't hate it. Basically, the way I look at uh, 100 Girlfriends is this is a bad manga. It's the good kind of bad. So I will absolutely read it for the podcast. But if you left me to my own devices, I would continue to forget this exists. So I did not read anymore. And Jay. So um, similarly to my co-hosts, I did not uh, read further aside from the assigned reading. However, my take on the last reading is very different. I am. I do enjoy a good bit of... Um, unsavory literature um, such <laughs> as this <laughs> um so while i have not continued reading this one in particular i'm pretty sure there are many series that did take its place so rest assured yes but no thankfully this manga knows exactly what it is and will give a very pithy uh recap of the story thus far so we know at the first panel of our new reading section that the perverted mother and daughter want to peep on Rentaro in the bath. And who can blame them? He's quite the catch. <laughs> man's got to get a hundred girlfriends yeah. or else they die. <laughs> For some reason, a lot of the like meta jokes in this section of reading came off a lot less to me as you can't criticize me. I'm parody that that aspect of it has like calmed down to near nil at this point because in a lot of cases it, it's really more of a uh the manga itself will look at you and say do you really want us to belabor the point and actually explain this you know where this is going almost literally in a couple of cases no that's the part that i love about it the fourth wall is reduced to uh a pile of powdered glass and uh <laughs> they're just like we're not we're not making any bones about it yes this is exactly what you think it is we are going there uh, I, I feel like they did that stuff better this time. Yeah. Well, if you want Jacob's full opinion on that, watch 100 Girlfriends Part 1 that we did last Valentine's. 
Yeah. <laughs> really confusing that you haven't watched that before this one, but um, you know, you do you. Given this manga, it's uh probably not that big a deal. Honestly, it's fine. Uh but do watch that episode. It's a good episode. Uh in this episode, we're gonna be uh uh talking about the manga where we have the peeping tom arc. <laughs> yes. It's uh, uh it's a thing that happens. It was a good joke, and then it continued to increase and get creepy at points, and then it just got, for me, too drawn out and lame. And I'm just like, we get it. Yes. <laughs> I loved the fact this was a peeping in the bath arc. That little to no peeping happened. <laughs> yeah. The jokes were all completely different jokes. The This manga... It is extremely predictable, but, and that, that is the best way I have to describe it, because it's the it's, way it expresses the obvious punchline that makes it work. It's, it's all the girls decide they want to go peep on Rentaro, except for Shizuka, precious bean that she is. And uh, they decide, <laughs> they decide to wrap her up in a pillow burrito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was my first thought. It, it, she, it, it's a it's a she's a burrito, but then they label it as sushi zuka. <laughs> oh sushi roll! Um, I just love the dog, but like out of nowhere, it's just like <laughs> stop being dramatic. <laughs> I'm just saying the panels of her being rolled into a thing. Um, if I have not made a very good edit of this by the time time this episode comes out uh, i failed all of you <laughs> <laughs> well, i i do love uh she uh she's because uh continued relationship with the dogs at the manor <laughs> yep yes so, these dogs are sassy i love it <laughs> they are <laughs> well they're the dogs of a wealthy family so <laughs> of course they're sassy the peeping fails spectacularly because uh they just end they're up idiots being because they're idiots, and uh, Rentaro thinks that their shenanigans are ghosts. Very scary. Also, my boy's so wholesome. He refuses to not wear a full towel in the bath in because he knows his girlfriends will try and peep on them, and it would be in becoming of him to like reveal himself to his girlfriend. Yes, this <laughs> is so. This man is so humble that literally he accepts that he lives with a bunch of degens, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the king of decency, Aizo Rentaro. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Shizuka is trying to stop the rest of them from their peeping because, well, she gets the idea in her head that it will ultimately result in their death somehow, I think. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I love it. That sounds like advice I'd get from a youth pastor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rentaro, Rentaro, so terribly ashamed, commits suicide by being dragged through the street by a horse. And then the rest of the girls, so terribly ashamed, commit suicide by being dragged through the street by the same horse, all tied up at the same time. <laughs> and thus leaving Shizuka an, a, a uh, eight times over widow before she even graduates high school. And that is the fantasy that she has that fills her with determination to roll down the stairs. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, that that sounds like something that this manga would do. Perfectly encapsulating the, you know exactly where this is going, but 
uh since shizuka is the only one who did not want to go peeping she is the only one who sees anything and uh this happens as she is booted down the stairs by the dog rolls into the bath and uh rentaro loses his towel in the act of saving her good things happen to those who try to actively avoid it this is what we learn <laughs> i love how like knocked out shizuka is mumbling in her sleep i thought i liked giraffes but i actually like <laughs> elephants yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's a that's a deep thought right there. <laughs> I, yes. Think about it. Think about it, Sam. I don't I don't know if I want to. Sam, calm your innocent mind. It's not something you need to concern yourself <laughs> with. Sam, Sam, to answer your question, it's prehensile. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> he has such perfect control <laughs> over his own desire. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I'm gonna say, that sounds like something that this manga would do! <laughs> You're welcome, ladies. As if to, um counteract the fact that uh, Rentaro is deeply afraid of all the ghosts that are in this old mansion. Um, he finds uh, Hari um, praying at the shrine, to, or making an offering to her dead husband's shrine. And he's just like, oh, that's my new girl. I better go, like, be part of her life and also give an offering to her old husband. Where he then mm -hmm. finds out her old husband is a picture of a a middle school kid. <laughs> Her old husband, who is also the father of another one of the girlfriends. Just to make sure that we're all still on the same page here. It's because I have more questions because I didn't know that he was a husband. I thought from the first reading that he was just some guy she was creeping on. Yeah, it's not very clear until this point. And I mean, like... I. <laughs> I kind of love this scene where Rentaro and uh, Hiha uh, Hihari are uh, talking because it starts out with this like unironically heartfelt moment of Hihari is like, I feel like such a jerk because I still love my uh, late husband, but I also love you. Does that mean it's fake? Am I am I a bad person for loving two people? And Rentaro goes into this. Um, I mean, it's it's a very it's a very well-worn monologue, but a, a monologue about, you know, moving on doesn't mean you have to stop loving the other person. It doesn't make any new feelings any less real. And it's going on for a while. It's actually kind of heartfelt. I'm like, yeah, I, this is pretty basic, but I like this. And then they start justifying the, <laughs> to comedic effect, they start justifying the plot of the manga. Yeah. <laughs> Where it dovetails, it's, it's... dovetails into Rentaro talking about how if I can love all of you... We then get to find out the backstory of how that all happened. <laughs> well, we, we get the merciful thing. She says, I've always had a thing for younger men. And Rentaro's like, oh, I had assumed it was an older guy when you said you got pregnant at 13. I guess this is better. Um, kind of sounds it's like you're the creepy. predator now, but we're, yeah, we're yeah. not going to oh, go yeah. into that too much. She, she fully embraced, no, she remains the predator throughout this entire reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make it weird i don't think the manga ever portrays hari as doing the correct thing that's true yeah yeah it's, it's almost um, like she like leans into it and embraces it she's like yes 
I'm everyone's mommy. We haven't gotten there yet, but my everyone's favorite sex mommy is is we get a flashback to her telling Rentaro, "I've never had my first kiss because as my husband was un was dying of his back backstory um character dead lover disease." disease. <laughs> Yeah, backstory character disease. He said to me on my deathbed, I don't want to sully you. I want you to save your first kiss for someone that like you can be with for the rest of your life. If I'm only here temporarily. And I'm like, my dude, you had no problem raw dogging her and knocking her up. Canonically, that did not happen and you know it. <laughs> This lady literally creeped on him to get his semen and then artificially inseminated yeah, herself. It was, it was artificial <laughs> insemination after the fact because uh, oh, you oh, guys I forgot that. so much of this. Yeah, it, it, it's weird regardless. So much more sense. <laughs> I told you, like, that's why I was so perplexed of whether this guy was actually her husband because... From our first part of our reading, like she legitimately was creeping on this guy so hard that she wanted to have his babies by any means possible while acknowledging that she was only a 13-year-old girl saying, I'm going to use my resources to get this guy's semen. I mean, yeah. he, he does seem to have slotted into the father role, at least. So, because mm -hmm. we've been beating around the bush, uh, Rentaro max on Hahari because that's what this manga does. Porn quality kissing scenes. <laughs> basically, basically the standard loop of this manga is a stupid thing happens, then it gets cute, then it gets weird, then it gets sexy, sometimes uncomfortably so, and then the chapter ends. Uh, but uh, in this case, we get a little bit of extra of weird. This this isn't the same kind of weird it normally goes to. This is just weird, weird. Uh, Rentaro uh, suddenly bumps into the ghost of Vahari's okay. ex, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you call a widow's ex-husband. Like, her ex sounds weird. Yeah. Her former uh, husband. Form yeah, we'll go with that. He tries to do a vengeful ghost shtick, but it doesn't work because Rentaro <laughs> is too wholesome. Rentaro, his good boy energy is so strong <laughs> that it's like, wait a minute, I, I was using my ghost powers to watch all that shenanigans with the peeping earlier. You were freaking out at the at the idea of a ghost. And he's like, well, yeah, but like, you're Hakari's father. You can't be that bad, right? Also, you're basically my father-in-law. And then they made it that kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Even the ghost is like, do not call me that. <laughs> That is exceptionally weird that you called me that. <laughs> I'm really weirded out that you've taken both my wife and child from me. That's kind of like what you're doing is messed up. He's just like, I don't think you understand. I'm the protagonist. I'm Rentaro. I'm incredibly wholesome. He's just like, you're right. You are incredibly wholesome. No, I'm going to double down. I'm incredibly wholesome. How about you and me watch over them together forever? I would never try and usurp you, dad. My God, son, you're so wholesome. Wait, no, too wholesome. I'm being exercised. Ah! <laughs> my soul is at peace. God, I, I fell out of my chair laughing at Rentaro screaming, Father! 
starts, he's like collapsing on the ground. I love the implication that Rentaru killed his girlfriend's ex by being too wholesome. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then and then he wakes up, uh, which like, so did any of that actually happen or not? They yes. never explain. Uh, it's like. Oh, well, uh, okay, you kids got to get to school. Understandable. Uh, surely this means that Hari won't be showing up regularly since she is an adult and CEO and whatnot. So, uh, oh, no, wait, she just bought out the school. I am the headmaster now. <laughs> <laughs> Assert the dominance. Hey, you know how it was weird how I was banging my high school daughter's boyfriend? I'm now also his teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm now also his administrator. <laughs> Oh, we gotta get that one in. Oh yeah. It's not like this school has a has a great track record for um teachers. Not, no, not, yeah. For that, not abusing positions of power. That character had uh actually you know, hopefully you've already done the reading, so I'll just spoil this. That character, that one, if you've uh read the manga or uh listened to the previous episode, you know who we're talking about. That character doesn't show up again. I'm okay with that oh no she, yes, does she, does. she does temporarily and she gets brutalized by an ostrich i was about to, yeah, I was about to say she harder. gets almost killed by it yeah. yeah she gets almost she gets kicked almost to death by an ostrich <laughs> i didn't even realize that was her just, just out of nowhere yes that's great don't worry we'll explain later it still won't make sense but we will explain later oh Anyway, uh, every time we have an arc in this, we get one of these little interstitial scenes of everyone just hanging around on the roof doing nothing. Uh, and this one, uh, Kusuri invented a new drug that swaps brains because everyone's like, oh, by the time the end of the third volume comes around, he might have gotten bored of us. Well, let's kind of shake things up and swap bodies. <laughs> what can go wrong? Uh, Kusuri's original plan was to increase the plasticity of their personalities so that they could develop new ones, which is still f***ed up. <laughs> but, of course, Kasuri can't make actual... She makes the drugs too good, and that's how the soul swapping happens. Oh, man. Like, I, I will say this about 100 Girlfriends. I love Kasuri, and I love the plots she has. I hate that they decided to make her a piss fetishist. Yep. I... I, I hate Kasuri so much. I agree with Matt that I like the plots that uh, her shenanigans cause. I hate her so much. Yeah, that, that and the full-on lolly. She's an adult woman who prefers having a child body because she's allowed to piss herself. Uh, this, is, this is the downside of the uh, X-Men approach to... Uh... Checking that box. Body swap shenanigans happen. We have the we have the uh, delightful moment of uh, Hakari trying to use the fact that she is in a different body to Paravan Rentaro. He immediately recognizes her because of her mannerisms. That's the entire joke, though, is that like the normal concept of a body swap episode doesn't work on Rentaro because he knows his girl's personality so well. Because he's so perfect. He's so wholesome. Oh. Yep, but uh, <laughs> uh, naturally kissing is the way to fix this because it makes the girls so lightheaded. It releases their souls to fly back into their own bodies. And that's, uh, that's a thing that happens. And the swapped around personalities 
are actually quite exciting for Rentaro because he gets to experience uh, the girls with completely opposite personalities. But Sam, you forgot how wholesome Rentaro is. It's not as exciting as they are every day normally because he loves them so much originally. <laughs> yes, novelty can never compare to what he loves. <laughs> Uh, there are a few of these body swaps that I really like, like Karana getting uh, Shizuka's personality, so <laughs> she's just standing there smiling cutely. <laughs> like, uh, what was it? Uh, Hikari and Nano's body, also uh, very, very funny. Oh, you know what we also completely skipped over? What? When um, uh, Rentaro got up to go to uh, the bathroom when he ran into the ghost of, of um, Hikari's father. Um, Akari had been like laying next to him and was just like, hey, I'm having some real trouble going through this. Uh, I you know there was a whole like suicide thing before. We're going to play up that plot beat for some reason. I'm like, can you just hold me and tell me everything's going to be OK? He's like, yeah, I was worried I was going to lose you. Smooch. And then he wakes up in the middle of the night to just Hakari and uh, Karane just violently making out in their sleep and goes like, <laughs> yeah. oh, what's the friends? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say that has consistently been one of my favorite bets. The fact that Rentaro, Karane, and Hikari form the uh, platonic ideal of a love triangle, where every vertice is attracted to the other vertices, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because it's this manga that act that the the obvious answer to that uh, problem is polyamory, and the manga already. Uh, said that that's what we're doing so that's the the entire premise of the manga in the first place so uh yeah uh. <laughs> the, i mean the, the manga kind of like gives the premise of it's like a harem but this is like a super harem it's an inner <laughs> harem harem it's a harem of 100 girlfriends uh. and then it's a harem within a harem it's harems all the way down <laughs> it really is <laughs> interpersonal uh, uh. interpersonal conflict between the girls creating uh even more sub harems. Some, something about the way I phrased that feels wrong. Anyway, who wants to introduce a new girlfriend? Uh, no, uh, I want to read the Dark Tournament arc instead. Oh, we can have both. Cool. Yeah, we can <laughs> have both. <laughs> uh, it's the Budokai Tenkaichi, but with food. Really excited, and then I was just oh. very concerned and confused. <laughs> I, I, I love this arc. <laughs> Because it turns into just a giant parody of tournament arcs. And it's perfect. Yep. <laughs> yes. They're all eating lunch on the roof. Um, where Rentaro discovers he did not bring enough lunch for everyone. <laughs> so he Because he just does that, because of course. And he needs to run down to the cafeteria to get an extra sandwich. And I'm like, hold on, I'm calling bullshit. Rentaro would have never forgotten <laughs> the lunch of one of them. <laughs> no, Kasuri forgot her lunch, and so he naturally sacrificed his own to her and went to go get uh, something else to replace it. Because again, he is the best boy. But I mean, um, it's this manga, so it doesn't really belabor the uh, how we got here. The important part is... The important part is new girlfriend. Yeah. Because as he goes to get some fried egg on toast, uh, he accidentally touches hands with uh, another person in the line, their eyes meet, and whee, the the love shock happens. But, oh, uh, what's this? She's kind of a bitch. Also a middle schooler. Get, uh, also a middle schooler. God damn it, manga, every time! 
I, uh, uh, hold on. There's a year difference between them. I don't care, considering he's currently with one of his girlfriend's mothers. We really you know gotta what? pick our battles here. You know what, Matt? Excellent point. She's a third year <laughs> in middle school. He's a first year in high school. They're about a he's year He's a apart. freshman dating an eighth grader. I don't care about that at all. Jeez. Yeah. You know what? You make an excellent point. We have to remember the context of this situation. <laughs> we get uh, a uh, Sundaraying even harder than the character who's one of her only two personality traits is Sundaray. The other part is straight man, by the way. Mm -hmm. She did hungry. She She's yeah. very hungry. Her, her entire personality is being hangry. Yes. <laughs> when she hungry, when she hungry, she get angry. As soon as she gets the food she was hankering for, she is uh, on cloud nine. Her tragic backstory is that she has a very high metabolism and she unconsciously plays word association games between food and what people say. Or somebody could be talking about uh, Lapita, the castle in the sky, and be like, I want the toast from that now. <laughs> And it will become the only thing she cares about. Also, uh, this is her excuse for wearing a hoodie and uh, headphones for the punk girl aesthetic, because that is supposed to make her not notice things that would make her hungry. Yes, that's literally a coping mechanism so that she stays hyper-focused and not drifts off into thoughts about food. It mm -hmm. is very moderate success. But it creates a punk girl aesthetic, which when combined with how uh, peppy and happy she gets when she eats the food she wants, creates a little bit of moe gap. And there you go. We are now back into the space of this manga or gap moe. That's how it's phrased. Anyway, moe gap is a very, very different thing. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, Sam. We're not going to go there because I fear that this manga might at some point. Um, I know for a fact Hakari goes there in every time. Yeah, pretty regularly. Akari goes there in this reading. <laughs> yes. New uh, hungry girl uh, desperately wants a certain kind of sandwich because it was being talked about on a uh, TV show. But of course, since it is on this popular TV show, everyone else does this as well, despite not having her very particular fixation. And uh, but uh, we need that for the plot to happen. Yeah. But fear not. Ijarantaro is here. The man who will move heaven and earth for a girl he just met, and uh, he kit bashes together uh, a sandwich and a hamburger to make this uh, meal that she wants, severely burning himself with a deep fryer in the process. Because he has to be self-sacrificing, too. Because he washes the ketchup off a burger and then deep fries it, forgetting it's soaking wet. <laughs> uh-huh. And... This incredible act of sacrifice manages to uh, uh, melt her cold, cold tsundere heart. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I guess I'll tell you my name. I'm, I'm Haraga Kurumi, and maybe we could have lunch together as boyfriend and girlfriend. Sure thing, Kurumi-chan. Don't call me Chen. That makes me think of food. Okay, then. Anyway, here's the rest of my girlfriends. <laughs> He's he's still not explained the whole there's going to be a hundred of you thing to them because they're like, uh, yeah, this I is do... starting to become a pattern, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, that's the thing I love because uh, they are just like, OK, I guess we've got a new one now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think after the sixth, you're kind of just like, OK, this is just going to keep happening. <laughs> keep happening. <laughs> it would be more surprising if it stopped. If Karane has gotten used to it by this point, I, I don't expect argument from anybody. But, um, uh, so Karane, uh, um, 
Karame. Karame. Karumi. Karumi. She has a very similar personality and a name to Karane, which we're only like, what, eight in? This is like, a... her, like Hikari and Hahari, yes. Well, th that's it's why she has black though. hair. <laughs> 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 but, um, so she doesn't really fit in with the rest of the the girls because she's antisocial and mean and i love rendar is just like hey i know maybe hanging out in a big group isn't your jam and that's fine we can go have lunch someplace else and she's like no that caused this manga to be difficult to plot things so i'm gonna be here and be unhappy oh well here's a flyer for a plot ticket do you want to do that instead why would i want to go to a food eating competition oh wait the prize is a scoop of gelato from the <laughs> Mister Gelato, from from the re, uh, renowned pastry artist Pierre Giral, prize money a whole lot. Wow! So I do love I do love that printed on the flyer is prize money colon a whole lot. <laughs> I don't need to tell me twice. Go. But no one cares about the money. <laughs> yeah, we just care about the food here. Because they've got rich mommy Hahari. They don't need money. And, and love, I guess. And the love, I guess. She's the sugar mama for the entire harem. You ever have so much money that legitimately you just like have everything that you could possibly want? I really like how uh, you can have a team of up to 10 people. And it's like, but wait a minute. We only have seven people with the uh, current size of the harem and also Rentaro. Uh, but don't worry. Adults and men count as two. Yeah, I'm so weirded out that this eating competition, its point system for teams is based on, like, teenage girls. Yes. Why would your base point be a, a single teenage girl for an eating competition? Because, because we need to fit the whole harem in, Matt. We need it to be exactly the right number of people for the harem. Even then, the math still doesn't work because Hahari is, uh, makes nine and Rotaro would make 11. I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't know. So. The manga does not labor belabor this point because at, it never belabors Oh, no, wait, because there's... At, at that point, it's eight. She is number right. eight. You're, you're counting as if there were eight girls and she added to that. You're right, you're right. Also, Hikari should not have counted for two. You are correct about that. Either way, uh, we are going into the seating competition. There is uh, a bunny girl. Is this supposed to be an author avatar? I don't know. No, I, I think it's supposed to be like a dark tournament reference because it's some like monster girl who just makes announces in a, announcements in a sassy way because she's just like, hey, how about instead of talking about like the rules of this thing, you just see sexy pinups of me. And I'm like, that sounds good, because the rules for this tournament don't matter. <laughs> yeah, the rules of this tournament don't make sense. And it it, it does look like it, the, the scene looks like a combination of every Shonen tournament you've ever seen. Like, it looks like the Tenkaichi Budokai. It looks like the Dark Tournament. Uh, the announcer girl is on a, like, crane platform, like she's on one of the <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Hollow platforms. <laughs> the The... Framing of this tournament makes no sense because they have an elimination round in the beginning of eat the most rice, but you can mm -hmm. have all the side dishes you want. They just won't count towards your point total. Yeah, and this is such a powerful elimination round. It knocks out all but three teams. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think the idea is supposed to be that the bit is actually what knocks out all but three teams. 
what they claim is that because plain white rice is so boring, you won't be able to eat a huge amount. So we have side dishes that won't count towards your point total. But if you, uh, but if you indulge in those, you won't be able to eat as much rice. It doesn't make sense, but they pretend it justifies it and move on because it's this manga. The main pl character arc of this entire arc, because we're trying to desperately summarize a bunch of gags, um, is uh, Kurumi is. I don't need to be part of a team. I'm not part of this family. I'm just being girlfriend to the main guy on the side, which really, that makes her a home wrecker. She should really be part of the family, but whatever. Um, <laughs> she She's saying, I'm going to compete in every single round by myself. I don't need to be on a team. And Rentaro is just like, I'm going to join you, and I'm going to tell you that there's going to be a team every step of the way. But first, we got to eat rice together. And Rentaro's whole bit is he just has his girlfriends feed him rice and he eats more rice than anyone else. Because, because plain rice served by each of his girlfriends has a distinct flavor that's better than any side dish. <laughs> Super wholesome. His good boy powers will not allow him to not clean the plate of something that his beloved girlfriends gave him. That sounds like a euphemism for something, but I don't feel like I can bring this up on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta save that for Sis Confidential. No! Yes. Or when we read the dirty joke manga. Because then we can talk yeah. about cookies. Okay, that one. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Rentaro uh, convinces her to try one of the side dishes, uh, which, uh, because she uh, reacts so uh, blissfully to the things that she eats, everyone else runs the side dish table and that's why almost everybody gets eliminated man she made all that stuff look amazing i would get me some of that oh no i'm too full to eat rice no tournament's plan was to make all these delicious freshly made side dishes and throw them out yes it's exceedingly wasteful okay. anyway this, uh, this is the dark tournament so nothing matters but <laughs> <laughs> yes anyway after uh the, this elimination round uh we have three teams left we have rentaro's family we have the return of the gorira alliance the boss's girl uh the boss's boyfriend over there <laughs> i'm so happy to see the return of the gorira alliance i love these guys <laughs> they're such a wonderful bit and uh, the final contestant, this job of the hut looking motherfucker. Yeah, uh, it's like a big tube person. Taiko uh, Super Deluxe. God, she's the size of a One Piece character. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they are aware. Keeps growing increasingly enormous <laughs> from the perspective. I think Karane mentions. Uh, do we really have to be at this perspective for this shot? Yes. And then we get a bunch of rounds of some nonsense. Uh, this made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's all the mention of jaws and throats. I think it's round three is my favorite, but what, what's the next one? Um, it's, uh, uh, we start off with bubble tea, yep. where it is uh, Kurumi and Sakura who go... Er, Sakura? Shizuka. Shizuka, that go in. I was thinking of a different Shizuka from a different story, <laughs> but uh, they go in uh, for this competition. And uh, as they're making their way through uh, the rounds of bubble tea, uh, eventually everyone's jaw starts getting tired from uh, chewing on the tapioca, except for Shizuka, who thanks to her, as Rentaro puts it, 
tiny <laughs> mouth has to well, very tiny she's like a little chipmunk she's more well trained in chewing than everyone else look at all those balls she can keep in her cheeks god damn it <laughs> well yeah it's it, it, like it, it, it gets creepy but then it gets cute again because they do like the 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 chipmunk uh she's like a tiny adorable animal then it gets creepy again because the girlfriends are like, wait, do you just treat Shizuka like she's our animal mascot? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, that comes up a few times. Not comfortable with the one of the girlfriends being treated as set dressing, but okay. Uh, Look, there's going to be a hundred of these fuckers. It had to happen to one of them. I mean, fair, but can we just talk about how the explanation for why she's good at this makes no sense? <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> If she, if she has a tiny mouth, that means she has to eat more than everyone else. She has to do more work, so her being used to doing more work is not a benefit. <laughs> Don't think about it too hard. Just take, just look at her with the chipmunk cheeks and beat and go and go aw. No, because I gotta be like, you know how people in like track and field events go to Boulder City, Colorado to train because the lower amount of like oxygen makes it harder to run. So you've got to work harder to do it. Yeah, my track coach in high school did that. So the whole point of that, though, is that when you come back to a normal altitude, you've got basically like Super Saiyan training. If you then proceed to try and break the record in Boulder City, Colorado, you've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We got to see an image of uh, Chipmunk Cheek Shizuka next to an actual chipmunk, and that, that makes it worth cute. it. Yep. It's very cute. I like Shizuka a lot. She's She's great. Also, my favorite part of bubble tea is, is the tapioca. I love it. So chewy. My favorite part is stabbing the roof of the cup with the straw. Violence. <laughs> much, much like the next round, where they have to eat 10 pieces of sushi very fast. My girl Nana steps up to the plate and is just like, what? First of all, the 10 pieces of sushi in an eating competition, hilariously small amount. The rest <laughs> of the teams are just like, how could I possibly eat food without savoring its flavor? Nano's just like, yo, hold up. I got to prove to my boyfriend I ain't got a gag reflex. Let's slide these cozies <laughs> down the throat. <laughs> uh, well, I want to I say he's wrong, dear listener, but he's not. No, no, because they say in story her throat is made of a special alloy. Like, come on! Chewing is inefficient. Yeah, they're they're really riding the Nano is a, actually a robot joke. Here's the problem, though, because all she eats is vitamin supplements. She's not actually used to consuming large amounts of food or in this case, middling amounts of food. So uh, eating the 10th piece of sushi is too much for her. However, uh, she knows that the the uh, human body will begin burning calories faster in response to in response to life threatening danger. So she climbs up the stairs to activate her fear of heights, so that it will burn away the food and give her more appetite. This is uh, all being described by Rentaro, starting with an "of course." It's also the part where Karate starts pointing out. You're just making this up, aren't you? What do you mean, of course? Uh, yeah, I was about to say, Sam has 
described this way more concisely than the manga ever attempts to, because I had to reread this section three times to figure out why Nano was sucking down glissies and then decided to go, oh no, too full, better climb to the top so all the boys can see me suck down this final glizzy and be like, yo, I'm Rapunzel because I'm the best at blowjobs. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Throat goat Nano for here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> goat Nano. <laughs> Hi, YouTube. <laughs> We're not normally like this, I swear. <laughs> no. Well, maybe you guys aren't. Now, if you want to see us normally be like this, go check out Sis Confidential. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, my, my favorite part is Rentaro and every man in the crowd sees Nano at the top of the uh, at the top of the crane with her long hair flowing in the wind. And it's like, it's like Rapunzel at the top of a tower. It's like, you're all nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Rentaro has to go up the... Uh, Go up the crane to carry uh, Princess carry her down. Yes. Yeah. It's very cute. Oh, that happened. Oh, oh my God. And then the next one's just eating cake. And that one's real no, funny because no, you we can have... tell they're getting bored of. Oh, yeah. Okay. We have spicy tofu. That's right. Karane. As of I was going to say, I'm... you can tell they're getting bored of these rounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Karane, of course, I'm tough enough for anything spicy. Kasuri, I take so many illegal drugs, I can handle anything. Oh, if only that was your bit. I would I would like you so much more. I, like I, I wish Kasuri just did more drugs. If she was just constantly token, I would be like, rad girl, you do you. 420, mm -hmm. blaze it. If she was just a stoner, she'd be such a better character. <laughs> They've been placing like second in every round because Jabba is uh, just destroying everyone. But Jabba actually forfeits this round because, as we learn later, despite cheating by essentially not eating half of the food, this stuff is so spicy, even the cheater won't eat it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rentaro's family, uh, between Kasuri's incredible chemical tolerance, we'll say, and Karani's pride being stung by Hikari and Hahari uh, being like, oh, and she was so confident too. Uh, Rentaro's family easily takes the W this round. Because the arbitrary point system that's designed expressly to put uh, Rentaro's family in a close second place in the final round puts them in a close second place in the final round. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> They win the cake round because Hikari and Hahari are like, oh, no, my girlish figure. And Karane says, it'll make your boobs bigger. Ah, she's right. Because that's how that works. And so we're on to Man. the final round. All the all the girls are out because they've eaten too much food. So Rentaro needs to get Rentaro needs to use his super head pat technique to give belly rubs. Yeah. Oh, I love the joke that Karane is, is about to have, like, terrible intestinal distress because of the... <laughs> <laughs> the amount of spicy, spicy food. food she said like i i desperately need to go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> and uh the final round is ramen it's at this point that we learn that uh jabba was cheating because uh that all the like fat on her face is a makeup mask and the the like belly is uh vacuum 
But the weirdest thing is, she is actually that tall. Yes. <laughs> she a big lady. Actually, that's Pretty all vertically. Big. Horizontally, no. Uh, nope. And and we get we get the uh, the villain speech of the prize money will be mine. <laughs> and it doesn't really amount to much. Because with the power of love, Rentara's family all uh, managed to put down more ramen. There's a whole tournament arc bit about I have to go it alone. Oh no, because I was going it along alone the entire time. I've I've exhausted myself, and then but then friendship and in this case love. Mm -hmm. They start using love as like a substitute word for anything they need. I don't know what you expected. Anyway, they win the tournament because the the vacuum breaks. It gets overfilled. Uh, oh, and if you're wondering what happened to the Gurira Alliance, they ate themselves into needing to be taken away by an ambulance. So yeah, new girlfriend Gat. That was perhaps the most convoluted one since Hahari. Oh, but she, she has to find out what he tastes like. Yes. He's delicious. And now she just wants to smooch him when she ever she hears the word soba. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she hears so she hears so but now must kiss boyfriend. I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little disappointed they didn't just full on lady in the tramp the final uh piece of ramen that won them the competition. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I on. thought that's what they were playing up, but no, they just did the thing they did earlier of Rentaro Rentar can't throw up anything into him by his girlfriend. Yeah, Rentaro is wholesome again. Uh I mean, at least they've got a bit of consistency there. There. Anyway, <laughs> baby mode. So. Yeah, that chapter happened. Baby crazy lady. Being baby crazy. And uh, backfiring. The mother? And the daughter. Yeah. There's a whole mother-daughter thing about how um, uh, Hikari is jealous that her mother is around so often, but is barely paying attention to her. Uh, um, that she gets over almost immediately, so the point of introducing it was basically non-existent. Um, well, I, I my, my, read of, my read of it was more like, um, she always knew Hahari as this very cold, distant, calculating person, and I was like, wait, why has she turned into a swooning schoolgirl? Because school she's with my boyfriend. This is, this is fucked up. This isn't my mother. It's our boyfriend. <laughs> uh, what Matt mentioned. What Matt mentioned is what uh, Hikari is accused of. Meanwhile, Hikari's internal thoughts uh, mention what uh, uh, go over what Sam mentioned. The truth is probably somewhere in between those two. Uh, but then um, Karumi, uh, I think she's trying to play fetch with something a cat trying to play fetch with a cat that results in everybody but hikari and rentaro turning into babies because she she created a she created a baby drug to use on rentaro because it was funded by hikari because she loves the idea of babies and she wants to take care of a baby rentaro of course, the baby drug only lasts for an no, I'm sorry. It can be safely reversed after an hour. You have mm -hmm. to go for the full hour. So it accidentally hits everyone, including Hikari, leaving 
Hakari and Rentaro to take care of a bunch of babies of all, all their friends, girlfriends. Um, and, you know, this could have gone a lot of ways. Everyone's girlfriends. It went exactly the way you thought it went. They're not in relationships with each other, except for Karane and Hikari, uh, Hakari. <laughs> they just don't know it yet. Although... <laughs> all I'm saying is... Baby Nano on the pillow, just staring at the sky. Same, fam. Same. <laughs> I don't know how to process this. <laughs> That's my reaction to this entire manga. How about that? And it starts Look. off with like, oh, we're having such a domestic moment. This is so cute. Oh, I want to make it more babies with him. This is great. I oh, wait, no. Taking care of babies is actually incredibly. It, it, it's incredibly energy and attention consuming ah i i love how hikari sees how many babies they've got with uh rentaru and she just goes wow seven babies that means we must have done it so many times i'm like yes at least seven you can probably <laughs> shoot for a higher number i don't but you know if you do you i suppose um well i guess not but anyway um you know get, i i gotta say as, and i was about on. to say the many directions this could have gone relatively wholesome except for the nursing fetish but <laughs> yeah they make it because weird of, because of course hungry girl uh has to uh if, even as baby she is constantly hungry and so uh latches on to akari and karane because this bit will continue until morale improves it's it, something stupid happens it gets cute it gets weird <laughs> Anyway, they all turned back to normal. <laughs> they all turned back to normal. <laughs> and they never spoke of it again. Hikari and Hahari have a, a little bit of a reconciliation, kind of, sort of, not really. I understand how hard it was to be a mom. There's a whole thing about how her mom was at, like, middle school. Uh, I, I'm a high schooler and I can't handle this. I can't imagine how you did this by yourself in junior high. And I'm like, that's a really deep, insightful moment. You really overplayed your hand here, though, because we just had a whole bunch of other nonsense that really kind of shifts the tone on this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, who wants to play The Legend of Zelda? I mean, Dragon Quest. I mean, Final Fantasy. I mean, Super Mario RPG. Yeah, this uh, this thing happens. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, reading relatively closely at the beginning, I started skimming the further it went. <laughs> I, I, I skimmed this one because this is just a whole bunch of dumb jokes about, about like, I'm playing with a toy. Your boobs are mountains. We do this several times. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's just Shizuka playing with a little toy and going on an adventure. It's it's decently yeah, cute, but that's about it. I I. There was one point I laughed, and that was um, uh, Hakari going like, that toy is basically just a little Rentaro. Oh, no. There's also a dark, mysterious cave he could explore. And then Karana's just like, wow, you're really just not even pretending, are you? Um, <laughs> nope. Nope. She thirsty. Very, very thirsty. Karana's like, you are not that age rating for this monk. <laughs> there is one good bit about this chapter in that it is the first return of a uh, full-size Kusuri in, like, way too f***ing long for about <laughs> for about two pages. Yeah, but she gets yeah. a full panel spread of Transformers. He came back just to make you a little bit more comfortable and then immediately went away because she realized that was dumb. Your comfort means nothing to her. I like adult Kusuri a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah great. adult Kusuri is great. I agree. <laughs> 
I would also like child Kasuri if she wasn't a piss fetishist. Look, I know I'm reading the manga where every uh, fetish has to be represented because we have 100 girlfriends, but I did not sign up for ADBL today or any day. But yeah, that chapter happens. Uh, it's never spoken of again. Which is so, basically every time they do a stupid bit on top of the roof, to be fair. Yep. Yes, that's true. So, maids, am I right? Oh my god, I love this bit so <laughs> much. <laughs> okay, yeah, this bit is great. It started off cute, and then it just became dumb. Because, <laughs> uh, yes. we, we forgot to mention, Hahari uh, 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 has brought with her her maid, who has been here the entire yes. time, and you're like, oh, well, clearly she can't be one of the girlfriends, because they're love at first sight. Don't worry. They have a stupid explanation for that. It's really yes. dumb. Yes. She has very beautiful eyes. Unfortunately, she has somehow lost the capability of opening those eyes voluntarily. Well, because her character is one of those characters who has their eyes closed constantly. And in a manga, you're just like, yes. oh, that makes them look like refined and graceful. And all of the characters was like, wait, no, can you open your eyelids? Okay, I forgot how. They're sealed shut. <laughs> I've spent so long smiling with my eyes closed. I can't. At one point, she takes a box cutter to try to open her eyes. They have to stop her. How do you see? Oh, I've got a very good sense of hearing and I can sense air pressure. Whoever said I could see? What? <laughs> and, and like, that too. It, it's very, it's very much at this point where, like, I'm sitting here like, okay, so we all know what the punchline is, right? And it's like oh, the fact, the fact I called that the punchline immediately. <laughs> and like, well, as soon as they're acknowledging that she is a female human person that exists, you know where it's going. But it's like the fact that they go through so much effort to belabor this stupid joke. Honestly, it wheels all the way back around to being funny again. I gotta say, I did call immediately that uh, Maido was going to become another one of the girlfriends. I thought the reason she was keeping her eyes closed all the time was because she had realized the bit of this manga and was intentionally keeping her eyes closed because she predicted that it was going to happen and she would never dare step uh, on uh, Hari-sama's territory like that. Sam, that's too deep. That is way too deep. No, the, the manga just had an axe to grind with the concept of characters having their eyes closed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I want you to know why this is stupid. <laughs> yes, because 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you is definitely not living in a glass house and is totally fine to throw stones. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> But anyway, Rentaro does eventually trick her into opening her eyes because uh, he recounts an embarrassing story about Hahari, pretending it's an embarrassing story about him, and then being like, no, actually, that happened to Hahari-san. How dare you insult her memory like that? Oh, I've opened my eyes. Oh, our eyes have met. Oh, we're in love now. And she's got weird... Rainbow eyes. Rainbow eyes. I was going to say she's got Nia eyes, but they're not flower-shaped. She's got chainsaw man eyes, and that she's got weirdly shaped, like, devil man pupils. Or irises. Love at first sight. She um, does the very, you know, frankly, for everything we know about her, the very reasonable thing of just like, well, I don't want to be in love with him and take any of his attention away from my uh, mistress. So, well, I'm just going to seppuku. And I'm just like, you know, from everything we've seen, that's fair. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> your, your options are be in love with him or die of heartbreak. So really the same thing. And Hahari's like, no, no, it's fine. Look, I already know he's dating my daughter. You you can just go for it. Oh, okay, then please go out with me, Aijo-sama. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think this is a good place to take a break before we get to their actual date. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a plan as far as any. This, this manga has no good break points, so I think now's a good time as any. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the show, folks. Where last we left our characters. Uh, we had just added a new girlfriend to the equation, uh, that being Meido-san, who is the most obvious pun yet. And as part of their first date, Hahari told Meido to be Rentaro's maid for the day. We gotta get that fetish in. This, this one you expect. This one is fine. I have a lot less of a problem with this one. Yeah, so they go on a lovely cherry blossom picnic date, except the thing is, Meido-san, she can only respond to the stimulus of being given an order. And Rontaro is desperately trying to just have her relax and be normal. Be like, you're not allowed to be normal in this manga. He's too wholesome. I love this arc of them going on their date because Rentaro is always displayed as I'm so wholesome. I'm in tune with my girlfriend's natural needs and wants and fails to grasp what Mado wants is to be ordered around. That is what she's into. And he's just like, but I don't want to do that because I want to serve you. He's just like, I'm really into being told what to do. That's my thing. Well, yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell you that you can't. My monkey's paw wish is that I want you to be of no use to me. Alas, when two subs collide. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, this is oh my God. literally them out trying to out sub each other. <laughs> this is like uh. they were going to go like down to just bone in the park and both of them just like propped it up and they're like wait how does this work yeah although this does have my favorite panel in the manga which is when she's like no you don't understand i only want to be ordered by you give me any order you like literally is explaining to him her cake and the manga is zooming in on her mouth, her tits, her ass, and it's just like any red-blooded high school boy being given a, uh, a free line like that. It would cause an infinite flow of desirable thoughts to flow into his mind, except this is Aijo Rentaro. He can only think in terms of love, not desire. Here is a diagram of his thought process. Truly frightening. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, in the captions, it does say, in fact, truly frightening is the last <laughs> bit there. <laughs> it's my favorite my panel man, of the whole manga. My man's, my man's 
Ben's brain literally only contains love and a tiny nugget of lust in its very center. And I'm like, this boy doesn't know how to do basic math. <laughs> it is, in fact, going to take 100 legs to get to the center of this Tootsie Pop. <laughs> only then will the boning be allowed to happen. Uh, that's how this manga ends, isn't it? Absolutely. As anyway, we know, Nano uh, has no need for lists. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, Rentaro desperately tries to uh, monkey's paw her into attaining self-worth, but uh, she's too busy being subby. So <laughs> and the monkey decides to betray this by giving her inu ears and a tail because she's a golden retriever. She just wants to be helpful. She just wants to be dog. She, it's one of those ones where like, gosh, if it wasn't so good at making it weird, I would find her golden retriever energy very legitimately endearing. But like, it's this manga. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm signing up for too many memes. I've gotta make for when this comes out but if i don't make a mado no dom only sub <laughs> <laughs> no she wants a dom no, no that, she, yes she, yes that's the bit she yes she does not want to dom she wants to sub rentaro also wants to sub it, it gets to the point where it's like huh, please whatever you do do not help me okay i'll just stand over here you standing there looking so cute is, in fact, uh, relieving my stress. I'll just stand further away, knowing that you have my back like this. It gives me a sense of comfort. Okay, I'll hide behind this tree. You hiding behind that tree is so adorable. It lightens my entire day. I'm going to drive away then, wondering what you're doing. It <laughs> fills me with a sense of joy. You actually called Hahari to sell me this? Yeah. And that's why she and Hahari get along so well. She found her dom. Well, <laughs> also, anyway, we, we get the backstory. We did get the backstory. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I skipped I, that. Oh, I like love the backstory. The backstory please, is amazing. It's uh, please elaborate I because I skimmed it, that because it was in the middle of it was in the middle of another bit chapter. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the beginning of the I, next. I referenced it earlier where I was saying, like, isn't it suck when you have so much money? And you literally already have bought everything you could possibly ever want. You just have all this money left over. Uh, that was Hari's like explanation for why, like, she found why her she, and why she was taking care of her. Tomato. Who was just out in the wilderness, freezing to death for some reason. I never. What? No, she says very vividly to Rentaro's. It's like, yeah, no, I've actually got a really intense backstory of how I became a maid. It actually got cut by the editors. It was really not even genre appropriate for what we're trying to do, but. We're in a bonus chapter right now, so you could just tell us. That these people have already bought the volume. They can't return it. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, then. Well, I guess I'm just going to tell you my gruesome backstory. My family was incredibly poor, so they sold my organs for money. I'm just like, hold on. Is this is, is just, just the plot of um, Hayate no Combat Butler? <laughs> and it basically was. She was left poor and destitute and like running from debt collectors who wanted her organs and then uh, uh, uh hari was just like hey i'm rich i'm gonna buy your life you can't give it up yet because there might be a day in the future you might use your life i'm like technically if you die there are no days in the future for you to use your life but you know whatever we're gonna skim over that 
So the actual bit chapter that this was introduced in was um, Akiba Made War, because I suppose we're in the part of this manga where uh, all the new girlfriends are just here to introduce the other girls in cute outfits. You mean the maid super soaker challenge? This mm -hmm. was so good. <laughs> this was very good. I, lo I love this chapter. Not gonna lie, it seemed like a lot of fun and I would participate in it. All right, continue. Good to know for the future. <laughs> Wait a minute. So Patreon bonuses are coming out, guys. Um. <laughs> anyway, Hahari wants to see everybody in maid outfits. So, of course, uh, this just happens. Rencharo offhandedly mentions, I've always liked maid outfits, and that gets everybody on board. <laughs> oh, right, right, because Sahari's like, now everyone put on maid clothes, Karane, and what reason could we possibly have to do that? You know, seeing you all in maid outfits would be really cute. Next page. <laughs> yep, turn page, there it is. Uh, and then somehow it becomes a competition? Well, no, well because um, they've got to be the best get... maids, and a, a maid would never allow her outfit to be sullied. Oh, that's mm. right. Which is explained as a way of uh, upskirting Hakari. You got them hip. She do though, but, and Hakari's like, so obviously the way we will determine who is the best maid, who, who is the cleanliest, is that we will have a squirt gun uh, contest. Whoever gets their maid clothes wet is eliminated in the maid survival game, which is actually how I'm going to get to see everybody in soaking wet maid outfits. <laughs> she starts drooling with heart pupils. I do like that they cut immediately from uh, Hari with this like tacit explanation to her internal thoughts, which is exactly what you think they are. And the winner gets a smoking hot embrace and switch for Rentara-chan. Now, since you have to, uh, since you have to ref this, put on your butler outfit. I think the best part is, I I'm not 100% sure, but I think the narration implies that Rentaro just did that. <laughs> like that wasn't even Hari this time. I believe it's both. No, actually, the narration does say Hahari decided that. Uh, Hakari and Shizuka are very into it. <laughs> and Mado's just very good at it. They've all got super soakers that are essentially just handguns. Uh-huh. And, and you get some amazing panels where they... It, it's not clear they're in a squirt gun fight at all. Yep. Because <laughs> section of this that's like... Like, the bit is, and it, it actually succeeds, for like... I think about five panels, it actually becomes an action scene, like a well-choreographed gunfight. Mm -hmm. I love the, the at because the, we're just skimming around here. I love the bit where one of the characters shoots themselves in the head with a squirt gun, and the panel they do it in, it's not clear what has happened. Yes, because um, Mado is, of course, winning this as she is the ultimate maid. She's ultra instinct dodging uh, water shots. Uh, <laughs> she she goes to shoot Karane, who Matrix dodges it. And <laughs> Karane has a moment of, oh, my flat chest, let me dodge that. I'm just not going to acknowledge that. And Hakari, oh, wow, that would have hit me if I did that move. Okay, do you want to die? Oh. At which point she's promptly eliminated. And there's a fun bit when um, ever girls eliminated, they get turned into a wet made pinup for a split second that they seem to be unaware of happening, but 
also is actually happening diegetically. Uh, <laughs> yes, because Karate complains about Hikari's pose. Hey, go review your own panel if you're going to judge me. <laughs> what? Kurumi is uh, distracted by food. And here's where we get the super intense action scene because Nano, uh, hyper processing bot that she is, goes to like uh, attack Hahari from behind. Uh, Mado goes to defend her and they activate super combat mode. <laughs> Akiba Maid Wars. PNG. These girls about to get super stoked. And Nano's like, fighting the most difficult opponent is too inefficient. I have to wipe out weaker competition. Shizuka-chan, I'm sorry, but here's where you die. <laughs> I, I love the panel of Shizuka just randomly firing about in a panic. It's the cutest thing. <laughs> she's so, she's so worried. She's just button mashing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh because uh because uh robot that nano is because the shots all missed she uh removes them from her calculations which means that she didn't account for the water succumbing to gravity and <laughs> the bullet hitting her in the top of the head she shizuka is then promptly hit by her own doing the same mm -hmm. which oh. just leaves at that point, mother, daughter, and maid. Yeah, and uh, we get a standoff. Man, this is the weirdest version of the maiden, mother, and crone mythological concept that I've seen in a long time. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it goes into the bit that uh, Matt mentioned of, of uh, <laughs> Mado doesn't want to uh, threaten Hahari, so she uh, eliminates. No, Hahari eliminates herself. Oh, right, it's Hahari that does it, because no, I can't let you do that. <laughs> She shoots herself in the head. She puts it to her temple, too. Yeah. <laughs> what? Because it's the main outfit I, that, that you're supposed to keep clean. I love the way the splash is drawn. It's not clear it's water just from the panel alone. So out of context, what the <laughs> just happened? <laughs> I mean, honestly, the context doesn't help that much. The context is these girls got super soaked. My favorite is uh, the the then sudden standoff between Hikari and Mado. Uh, Mado wins the shot, uh, wins the standoff. The panel of her getting shot is like is like in the side, like it ripped out part of her stomach. <laughs> yeah. Immediately juxtaposed with her striking a sexy maid pose. Uh, and then the, the bit between her and Karane. Uh, but uh, even though Mado won, uh, she uh, reflexively uh, cradles her, uh, her fallen uh, mistress. <laughs> which gets her wet too. So everyone loses, which means everyone wins. So everyone gets Kess, which of course ends up getting Rentara soaked as well. And uh, he gets a soaked sexy butler pose. Which causes some of the other girls to become even more super soaked. And then the mangaka apologizes for that pun. <laughs> <laughs> the, the angel from the first chapter desperately tries to cut in and prevent that from happening, but he fails so, horribly. Yeah, I think the angel from the first chapter is now just very clearly the author self-insert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically. But you know what? We've got a couple of chapters without introducing a new waifu, so... Uh... Just because this comes up later, is this also the uh, part 
where they've got the end of volume chapter where yeah, the extra thing yeah oh yeah, yeah it is the, the hakari has the like oh yeah we're in an we're in the volume release we don't have to play by magazine's rules you can go to town on me and then he wakes up in a dream but, well, <laughs> only because she then references this event like happened later to everyone's confusion and goes oh wait no that was a dream <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the uh bits from this is uh uh Mado during during uh her date with rentaro i'll just leave the manga <laughs> and then rentaro bashing his head through reality <laughs> to say the legs for which you would go for me <laughs> oh, oh guys you know what? It's been a long time since we've introduced a new girlfriend. Yeah. Honestly, the rate of girlfriend introduction has dropped precipitously. So let's introduce the masochist girl. All the other girlfriends suddenly remembered two arcs ago they were in an eating competition. So they're like, <laughs> oh, well, time to go to the gym to lose weight. Which means Rentaro, for some reason, is not there with him, which I'm just like, that doesn't seem like my boy. He's just going off doing his own thing. Mm -mm. He'd be there coaching them. But regardless, I guess he's just doing his own thing my favorite part of this introduction uh page is that all the girls look horrified except kasuri who is in her big form and seems proud somehow and also uh <laughs> kurumi who is like this is just the way i live <laughs> and Mado, who is not in the eating contest and so does not know what's going on <laughs> i think that doesn't the narration point that out <laughs> a little bit that Karubi, oh. uh, that uh, that Mado is like uh, doesn't know what's going on. Anyway, Rentaro, we need some time alone to do cuteness training after school. But you're already so cute. The fact that you still strive for more. Oh, my girlfriends are incredible. What they didn't understand is you cannot leave Rentaro alone for any amount of time because otherwise he's gonna find a cute tomboy to then fall in love with. And I'm just like. <laughs> God damn it. That's what this manga's been missing. We need more cute tomboys. Where are my tomboys? This is a perfect example of the manga being perfectly predictable. But so problem. The girls ate too much and need to maintain their trim figures. How do we solve this? Sports girl. Okay. Uh, you have solved this too quickly and we still need to reach page count for the chapters. Uh, how do we introduce a complication in order to make uh, more pages happen? She's into SNM. She's literally just darkness from Konosuba. I am okay with this. She's a huge masochist. Guys, she's a sports manga protagonist. They, like, of course, they overvalue working yourself to the brim. She wants you to hit her. With a bat. Well. Until she dies. That, 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 that happens later. That's not. <laughs> that happens later. Not the fact that it happens at all. Well, I'm, I'm try trying to say how her, her initial arc is characterizing her, which I think is important. Because this entire thing is a parody of sports manga. So yes. her entire character trait is I work so hard and like the pa no pain, no gain. Except she's a little too into the pain. <laughs> it's like okay so what's the twist oh, it hurts so much it's so good the, the first bit that we get of this is rentaro notes when when she's saying uh it hurts so much there's a heart in her speech bubble and rentaro out loud mentions 
Should there have been a heart in that speech bubble? Let's skim through this. Uh, so Sato's just there. She's cute tomboy. She is the thing that only happens in manga is that, hey, the girls saw, uh, it's not softball. The girls baseball team uh, needs nine members because if we lose this next game, our club's getting disbanded. Mm -hmm. Man, that, that's weird. Do you have like other girls who are playing? Yeah, like, yeah, but they we all love baseball so much. They decided to go train in the land where baseball was invented. Wait, they all went to America? Yes, so I'm here alone. That that doesn't... Oh, hmm. Well, I really need to help you out. It's like, it makes, good. Makes sense. We're, gonna, we're gonna train through the night, and then they have a cute, super fun interaction. And I love... The manga just decides to play this completely straight. <laughs> and, it, and it is... She is genuinely... Sato's just like, oh, man. This, this boy noticed me? Wow. I... Man, we're like in the same grade and everything. And geez, oh man, we had so much in common and we had so much fun last night. I I think I might be in love. And she's like, I'm I'm gonna go talk to him about this. And then she sees in the hallway, he is holding hands with Nano, notorious BJ Queen. <laughs> and she is just like, oh no. Oh no. Oh no! I can't suck down glizzies like that. Rentarokun, will will you go out with me? I'm sorry, I can't. I already have eight girlfriends. I, I can't possibly make more girlfriends happy. So I'm so terribly sorry, but I have to reject you. Oh, this heartbreak, this pain feels so good. Why are you vomiting blood? I'm sorry. <laughs> There is a two-page spread of this girl just, like, creaming herself over being rejected. <laughs> and, the episode, <laughs> and the episode is officially explicit. That's why the tag is there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Nano the blowjob queen didn't get us there, I guess. Fair. That is a Rintaro. fair point. And Rentaro, vomiting blood is like, actually, I saw the expression on your face when I was holding hands with Nano earlier today. So <clears throat> I figured you would like that. But my good boy subpowers rejected the idea of me rejecting you so much that this happened. I would love to go out with you. I'm dying. Oh, God. Look, Rentaro is just there on the sidelines going like, I am a good, wholesome boy. But if my girlfriend asked me to choke her i will <laughs> i'm like okay rentaro wholesome wholesome he's got like one percent of switch in him <laughs> the thing is that's not a bit it's literally true <laughs> this is a plot of the manga i <laughs> yep. he knows his girl so well that he's willing to do whatever brings them ultimate happiness and joy anything oh, anyway except so, that it's too wholesome Regardless, masochism heartbreak sub is now on the team and she's tomboying it up. But she's like, hey, by the way, I'm still missing the exact number of players I need for my baseball team, which is currently also the number of girls there are. Nine. Well, hold on. We have three people who aren't in this high school. One of them is an adult who's in charge of this high school. One of them is a maid and one of them is a child. Oh, well, we just won't have them. We'll have other people play those parts. Okay, cool. Let's get a baseball team together. We'll have the three who can't participate uh, train with everybody to help them get in shape in time. They just do a legitimate baseball training montage. 
important to point out that when Iku introduces herself to the gang, she's like, I, I'm Suto Iku, year one, class three. I'm very pleased to meet you. Now, in order to establish a hierarchy, please paddle me in order of seniority. No, we're not doing that. Is that a fraternity <laughs> thing? Then they do it. Yeah, they do. They do. Jasuri do does it. it. Well, yeah. Whatever makes her feel comfortable, guys. He barely does anything wrong. Yeah. I mean, you basically like, have to if you know that's their thing. Okay, we lo- continue the long-running over manga cast tradition of me tricking these guys into reading a sports manga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. They go full iShield 21. Like, mm-hmm. their scrimmage is against a team called the Jurassics, who, ah. who have a picture of dinosaurs or something. Who has like a T-Rex cannon for her fastball. And there, there's a whole backstory about how um, Sato's like super good at pitching, but she freezes up whenever she's at bat. And like, they have a great bit about how like, guys, we just trained really hard for a week. Why didn't we think we could beat a baseball team? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't think this through. The other teams probably trained for way longer than that. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you how they beat an actual baseball team. It's with the power of righteous fury, because one of these is on the other team. The one of the only two with an actual personality and name uh, bullies Shizuka, calling her a weak link to her face, which causes Shizuka to break down in tears and the sheer protective rage of the rest of the team causes them to develop a perfect counter strategy for the enemy team's single strategy <laughs> of that one fastball and at the and end of one of the chapters they are pure hearts awakened by fury <laughs> i i'm reading this and i'm like wait a second this sounds kind of familiar <laughs> they committed to it way harder than i was expecting they are the super smitten Oh my god. Everyone gets Super Saiyan hairstyles in the eyes. That's an amazing end of chapter thing. And then, like, I love the bit where they finally beat the T Rex cannon um, pitch with, because uh, uh, Sato's got a whole thing where she once hit a home run and it basically, like, beamed a girl unconscious. Like, mm-hmm. the. And, like, it, it doesn't look great. They play it straight, too. Like, this is actually just, like, good. This is actually just a sports manga. Like, this just turns into a baseball manga for a bit. They even got the bit where, like, the narrator jumps in to go, like, so um, they're really playing fast and loose with the rules of baseball here to the point that I think anyone who genuinely liked this sport might just get frustrated. I'm really not sure who this is for. And I'm like, oh, you've got a lot of points here. (laughs) (laughs) they've got the whole thing where sato's up to bat and she's like i'm gonna grip so hard i am ready to go because rentaro's just like wherever you hit the ball i'll make sure to catch it you're never gonna hurt anyone again and she's like yeah well i'm gonna get a home run and proceeds to hit the ball so hard and it's like just a full two-page spread because i guess that's what sato's job is is two-page spreads it's several pages dinosaur extinction shot or um meteor, meteor. extinction meteor. meteor 
Yep. You're welcome. Is that Prince of Tennis? I did watch Prince of Tennis. Yes, that is that is a Prince of Tennis reference because they've got the whole like tennis ball that is the <laughs> meteor that <laughs> killed the dinosaurs. But also, for the record, I did enjoy Jurassic. Prince of Tennis. Yes. Okay. This is baseball. The different sport. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, you got me. And they have the bases loaded. They need a grand slam in order to win because it's the bottom of the ninth with two outs. As Matt has been alluding to, Iku uses all of her power and with the strength of love overcomes her trauma to hit that home run so hard. It destroys all of her clothes except her underwear. Glorious. Running underwear, which I'm just saying. Yes. Top tier tomboy. Yeah, her sports bra and boy shorts, which is mm, perfect. Learning more and more about you. It's very interesting, guys. I'm just wondering, why are they not tomboy harem monk? Exactly. <laughs> they kill each other. I'd still read it. That, You're right. That... <laughs> A group of tomboys would not put up for a harem, would they? They would just fight. No. They would be super sundere and cutthroat at the same time. It'd be awful. But Rentaro catches the ball, and as the smoke cloud clears, he is also naked, <laughs> except for his boxers, because <laughs> clothing destruction is apparently how we win baseball. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, do you want to wrestle with a naked dude? I don't. You win. Well, get out of here. And with the strength of this nude Grand Slam, they have won the baseball game. <laughs> and Rentaro and Iku share their first kiss in their underwear. It is so poised-coital looking. <laughs> it is the most after-sex of all of these that we've had <laughs> so you, far. Sam. Thank you, Sam. You're welcome. I'm learning so much more. <laughs> I don't remember if this is if this is coming up, but just like the mention of, of Rentaro, he catches the, the baseball and it blows his clothes off and he's in his underwear. When did the loincloth bit come in? Oh, that was during, oh, that was during the training. Yeah. Cause I like that. That's one of those ones where like, I don't remember the context cause it doesn't make sense. Rentaro decided that he was going to do all night training with Iku and uh, for some reason, he thought this needed to be done in a loincloth, so he tore off all his clothes except for a loincloth. And then, independent of him, the rest of the harem were like, we're going to train all night, too. Rantara, why are you in a loincloth? No reason. I, I love how none of the harem is okay with the loincloth. They're all just like, Rantara, really rare for you, but this was just a dumb play. What is this nonsense? <laughs> Not even Hahari was into the loincloth. Ugh. Anyway, uh, we got a tomboy now. Um, <laughs> Took way too uh, long. Again, still don't like you. this pacing. Thank you, Jay. Beat it up. Jay is on the same board. It took way too long to get a tomboy. There should be a tomboy on every other arc. Vote for me. Tomboys on every single corner. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Marvel colonel. I'll follow you for the rest of my life. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Macho Ultimatum starts playing, and, uh, well, now we need to, uh, wind down a bit with, uh, a cooldown arc. Some cute bits to end on. One chapter is literally just all the girls saying, you know what, we haven't said I love you to Rentaro enough yet. Let's do that. Yep. And then and they just do that. Yeah, I kind of skimmed this one. It was literally 
Basically, every page is a different girl saying I love you. No. A hundred percent, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to pick your favorite girls and then go to the point of view shots of them confessing how much they love you. <laughs> that's entirely Shit, what this right. is built around. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, then. So that happens. And, uh, and my favorite bit was uh, Karane, the Sundare, is the final holdout. How every other girl has said I love you in these heartfelt confessions. Oh my. And she's like, oh my god. Kurumi is also overwhelmed by the emotion and says it, and she's like, Kurumi, how how could you? How could you betray me in Sundare in the in the knowledge of Sundare? It's like, I'm sorry, Karane Senpai. I love the uh the uh Sundare betrayal. It's so, so stupid. It's so good. Oh my god. Well, no, you don't get to call some stupid considering Rentaro's in this chapter. Oh, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Rentaro slowly dehydrating from the comedic amount of tears he's gushing out. We get the panel. The panel that everyone has seen. Describe it in extreme detail, Sam. Go. I think Matt was about to. It's Rentaro literally saying uh, every single thing he loves about every single one of the nine girls. In yes. like Seven point type font, <laughs> single spaced, <laughs> two solid yeah. blocks of text. <laughs> oh, he is the God. ideal male specimen, and he actually listens and cares about every woman, every little detail, and he loves everything about you. One fourth of this page is his bashful expression. The remaining seventy five percent. Is these walls of text? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I turn to that page and I'm like, Yeah, I'm not gonna read that. <laughs> I thought I was reading Hunter Hunter for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Interesting crossover. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> oh, but uh, anyway, that's that's um that's really the point of that chapter. And uh, yes. then they go to karaoke. Karaoke, I thought, was going to be normal because we actually don't get times where the girls are in, like, I think it hasn't been since they went to the pool. We've seen them. Normal. I think it hasn't been since they went to the pool that we've seen them in, like, other outfits. So mm. I, I was expecting that, but I forgot Kasumi was here. And, <laughs> and they do a bit where each of the girls is singing a song. I'm like, okay, I get what the point of this is. But, uh... The real point is that uh, Shizuka is too shy to sing, but she wants to try because Rentaro's is like, hey, your voice is really cute. You don't have to do anything you don't want. She's like, but I want to sing. It's like, okay, well, you give it a shot. Meanwhile, Kasumi has drugged everyone with a be super overwhelmed by cute things drug. Yes, because why not? Is that why that happens? Yes. Yes. It is dumb, Jacob. It is dumb. But it happens. I, I'm not gonna lie. My, I, 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 I was, I was rapidly tuning out at this point. Yeah. <laughs> My brain was mush. Nonsense happens that they get, they get overwhelmed by, um, Jizuka's adorable cuteness that they like literally just explode into the explode wall. Into the it, wall. It creates a wall of force. I really liked uh, Hahari and someone else got Yamchud. 
Do <laughs> <laughs> not speak his name. Rest in peace, bro. They are in the Yamcha death pose, and it's great. <laughs> Cadaverific. <laughs> Yamcha death pose is the Wilhelm scream of manga. <laughs> 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 that is uh, my, one of the that is one of the truest statements that we have ever heard on the over manga cast ladies and gentlemen oh no it's Hahari and Rentaru that get Yamcha posed and, and it's the rest of the girls who desperately try to withstand the power of Shizuka being the cutest thing, thing to exist in the universe because again they've all been drugged <laughs> they've all been drugged Iku's like, no, no, I can help you focus with the power of pain. Let me hit you on the ass with this bat. Why do you have a bat? <laughs> because every baseball person has a bat all the time. It's like a samurai becoming one with their sword. No, it isn't. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to hit you now. No, my ultra instinct activated. I take the bat and hit you instead. Which is what she wanted all along. A lot of dumb stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, it's basically an entire chapter of each girl trying desperately to withstand the, the force. And then... Uh, Karane being like, no! Oh, and then Rentaro has to stop it with a duet because that makes him immune from how cute it is because he has to focus on himself singing. That's the only way he won't hear the sound of her adorable voice by, by utilizing the power of hearing himself. And unfortunately, this is too strong and sends all the girls flying across the city. <laughs> And that's where we end our reading, mercifully, at last. Okay, so, um, uh, I've decided to divide the, uh, the favorite girl question into favorite new girl and favorite overall girl, if different. That's not fair, there's only three to pick from! Yes, Jay, I understand. I originally didn't like, uh, Karubi that much, but over time, her bit became, uh, much more appealing. It, it became funnier to me. So I th I think in terms of raw bit, uh, Kurumi is my favorite new girl. Although um, I'm not immune to darkness propaganda, so <laughs> Iku is up there. I, I find her a lot funnier when she's on the sidelines. I didn't like her being the main force of mainly mm. the the like first interaction chapter. I thought the the, the food tournament arc she was fine in, but she's also kind of more of a side character in that anyway. Yeah, especially uh, because during her first interaction, it seemed like they were going to rely too much on her pun bit, you know, the word association thing. And I'm like, OK, so I'm not going to get any of these because I'm reading a localization. Yes. But uh, overall, Karane is still best girl. <laughs> it's a well-established fact. I like the straight men in comedy manga, and she is... The straightest straight man who is also a <laughs> uh, fantastic bisexual rep. So <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, she is not the straightest straight man by any she, means. She's definitely not straight, but she is the straight man. <laughs> and yeah. That makes her doubly uh, based in my eyes. So yeah, Karane. Uh, Matt, how about you? Well, um, favorite new girl is uh, Sato Iku, because top tier tomboy, top tier gimmick, top Top tier, we read a just genuine baseball manga. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and I I gotta say, she's probably up there for my favorite girl overall. Although I will have to say Nano jumped up in the ranks for being top tier glizzy guzzling queen. 
Uh, Jacob, how about you? Um, well, uh, here's here's a fun bit where we're messing with the natural order, only fitting for this manga. Um, I kind of agree with Matt on both points. <laughs> I love darkness from Konosuba. This is this is darkness from Konosuba. Yay! I love that. Uh, Iku uh, as the favorite new girl. Though I will say, I really do genuinely, and you know, m- me and dogs, ha 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 ha, but I do actually really love uh, Mado's uh, golden retriever energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is really fun. Uh, but uh, Iku is uh, uh, my favorite new one. And I also absolutely, um, I still love uh me honestly for all the reasons sam mentioned but um, nano like rocketed up to my favorites by a lot in this and it was because i realized almost all of the jokes i was like out loud laughing at were nano's jokes and i realized why i love straight men in, in comedy series but another thing that i really love which they're usually tied together but they're not always the same thing and in this case they're not Nano is such a fantastic deadpan snarker. Mm-hmm. Like, like she is utterly brutal at times. <laughs> and like a lot of a lot of her, like, they're the kinds of jokes that we didn't really get into because they're like context-based in the chapter, and we'd have to laboriously go through every movement of each chapter to go through those jokes. But there were a lot of jokes where it's just like, I just stopped because I had to laugh at that. <laughs> So, Nano, by far, has become the funniest character to me. All right, and Jay. This was hard. Um, so if I absolutely had to pick, I would have to side with Kurumi, because food. Excellent. Good choice. <laughs> the power of Hanky. Uh, you're you're uh, putting her for both uh, best new girl and best overall girl? Uh, I have to say Hahari is best overall for me. <laughs> um, uh, the other ones, it was just kind of like, I don't know. It's not my type. All right. I'm just, I'm just playing bingo at this point. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of bingo, we are, <laughs> uh, we are roughly 10% of the way to 100 girlfriends. Uh, what more bases do we have to cover? <laughs> Free space. God damn it. I, Matt, that terrifies me. <laughs> I don't know what that could be, but I think this manga would do it. I mean, Kurumi is kind of this, but you need to have like Alt Girl. Um, Gmelf is still on there. No. <laughs> yeah, we, we need Hari's mother. <laughs> we, need, I- we need the Gelf. Actual alt girl, yeah. Okay, so so a hundred percent. Like Hahari is an authority figure in the school, but we need teacher. Teacher's gonna be in there. Nurse, somebody's gonna go to the hospital, and that's gonna uh, be another thing. Religious girl, yeah, um, none. Yeah. We need um a girl who gets Based- off on inflicting violence. Yep. Yeah. I mean, look, we've already got darkness pre isekai. Thank you for the joke, John. (laughs) (laughs) At the very least, we have to go through all of the Halloween costumes. That's the bare minimum. Ah, you're. We're gonna get that at least that far. 
So we need a werewolf, a vampire, and a <laughs> Frankenstein. You need yeah. a cult girl. I was going to say, like, one of those goth seance girls. Ah, you're right. Yep. Who's, like, real into horror movies. Somebody, somebody who cooks. You need someone to chef. Mm-hmm. Also, depending on how... Uh, Depending on some things, we could have girlfriend, male, or boyfriend, female. Mm. See them going there. Hey, technically, um, uh, Sato uses Boku as her pronouns, but I know that is weird how that works. How that translates, I should yeah. say, is a better way of phrasing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, I want my Astolfo. Where's the Astolfo? There's more. I'm just not thinking of that. Oh, 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 uh, captain of the girls' kendo club who's real into, like, traditional values. Ah. Who was then not happy at all about being part of harem. The Seiko, right, right. <laughs> also, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to say cowgirl. She came from America. He murdered. The girls, the girls' baseball club is going to come back with an extra member. <laughs> Who is the cowgirl? <laughs> You need also like social media streamer chick. Oh, yeah, streamer Ooh. girl. Yeah. Gamer GF. Uh, like a chubby girlfriend, maybe? Well, yeah. we've, uh, yes. we've already got the one who's really into food, so I think if you do it then, I don't but know. But she's not chubby. She has a high metabolism. If she doesn't that, eat, she that, might literally die. The problem is, I think you would have put the personality traits in that order, so I don't, I don't think, I don't know. Oh, you need to have an alien. Yeah, we alien. need an alien. It looks like there's a lot of territory left to explore. So, would you continue reading? I'm gonna say, I think we read a bit too much for one sitting. <laughs> Although, that could just be because I had a very busy week IRL and did this all in one sitting, which was definitely more than you're supposed to do with this manga. I think in a more controlled dosage, I would continue reading this. Uh, Jacob, how about you? Nope, I would not. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Now, now I, I, I want to preface this with this manga is bad. As I said before, it's the good kind of bad. It's it, there are cases where it gets weird and I, I get actually uncomfortable. I wish uh, Karani's bit was different. And that's not even the only one. There are a couple of other places where it's like, pump the brakes, manga. You're getting a little bit, you know. You're getting a little bit actively uncomfortable. But honestly, in in a sort of similar sentiment with uh, Sam, this is something that should probably be had in smaller doses, but I know I'd rather be doing something else rather than reading a chapter of this. Um, I wouldn't be against doing more episodes. Um, Like if we make this a Valentine's Day tradition, I wouldn't be that broken up about it. Um, But like, honestly, there there are a lot of other series I'd rather you know spend time reading a chapter of than this so it's very much in the case where it's it's so far it's so low down the list it's basically not on it all right jay how about you uh i'm content not reading more of the series unless the podcast dictates it because i get my enjoyment from other series don't stay with sam here i love this trash (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's what i'm saying there's just better is, quality harem decon- manga. No, that's the problem, though. This isn't trying to be a good harem manga. This is purposely deconstructing the concept as being absurd. Like, but you won't mm. read my trashy crap. 
No, because your trash is being serious. <laughs> Alrighty. So thank you everyone once again for listening to the Overmonka Cast. As always, you can find us on all of your social medias where we are at Overmonka Cast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever is still alive at this point. Uh, we are also on YouTube, where you can like, comment, and subscribe. The uh, episodes go up there on a two-week delay, uh, but you can also uh, see all of our episodes, including all of our backlog, on overmangacast.com, which also allows you to comment on individual episodes. If you're listening to us on either of those, why don't you just go ahead down in the comments right now and say hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Sam, you're not listening to this. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if you'd like to reach out to us in a more direct way, um, if you've got like a request or uh, we appreciate reviews in any all forms, iTunes, wherever. But you can also send an email to overmongacast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Um, we always try and do a request in a short order. Uh, sometimes we hit snags, but we're generally pretty good about this. I know 100 Girlfriends was a well-requested revisit. So here we are. And if you want us to do more of this show, you know what's a great way to do it? Comment section below. Say, I don't care what Jacob says. He has bad taste. You should read more of this great manga. Say that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be shocked if, if that were the case. Uh, that's fair. And make sure to tune in next Thursday, where we are... Uh... God, we're we're really going on the roller coaster with with themes here. We went from Promise Neverland to this, and now we're going to a Tatsuki Fujimoto. <laughs> we're gonna read the one shot look back. So um, it's a one shot. I don't need to tell you the chapter number. Yeah, I expect it to be a perfect merger of uh our last two readings thematically. That's that's sort of what I've come to expect from uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto, Some and never really disappointed. So. You've really got no excuse not to read it. It's like a hundred pages long. So, hey, uh, read that if you're keeping up with the show, and we'll see you all next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Hey, hey, I hear you listened to the end of the episode. Don't worry. You don't have to be alone on Valentine's Day. I'll be there with you. Stop seducing our listeners, what Matt. What are you doing? <laughs> Damn it, I thought it'd work. <laughs> <laughs>